Hello and welcome back to the Truby Throwbacks podcast. I am Rafi Werder and today I'm joined by two very, very special guests from the class of 2022, Hope and Grace Jenkins. They were known as the Unstoppable Twins who were two all-star athletes during their time here on the St. Francis softball team, now current players of the Division I team at University of Connecticut. And today we're going to be diving in into their time here at St. Francis what it was like being a Truby, being a female athlete, and much more. Thank you so both. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. How are you both? We're doing well. Thank you so much for having us. Yes, I'm so excited. Okay, so before we kind of jump into all the good questions, I have a little bit of a story to tell. So before I even went here, I think I was uh I think I was in eighth grade, like one day, like mindlessly scrolling on TikTok, and I see someone's video and I go oh my gosh, this is a St. Francis video. And I remember seeing a video. I don't remember which one of you, I think it was Hope. And I go, oh my gosh, it was from, it was either Pax at Bonham Week or like um, Pax at Bonham Week or Homecoming Week. And it was a dodgeball game. And I see one of you guys literally throw your killer pitch and hit someone like right in their head. I'm like, she's out. That was the best pitch I ever seen. But I was like, who are these twins? Like, Everybody knows the Jenkins twins. Like I said, known for your um, both together on the softball team. And like I said, that was like my first impression of you. And I wasn't thinking like, whoa, oh my God, like who is this girl? I was like, that is the coolest <laughs> thing I've ever seen, ever. Like I was so blown away. I was like, who are these girls? I need to see who they are. That was incredible. But yeah, that was like my first impression of you guys. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> It's a pretty fun, for funny first memory. Yeah. I, remember, I remember playing that game. I remember very vividly. It was kind of like a last minute decision uh-huh. for me. Play. Someone was sick that day. So yeah, that like, always kind of happens. Oh, you have an open spot. You play softball. Do you want to play? I was like, yeah, sure. I don't think any of my friends were going to be recording, but someone took that video. I broke the girl's helmet. Um, it was it was it was a fun dodgeball game for me. I don't think a lot of people liked me after that, but that's okay. <laughs> no, I thought that was the <laughs> coolest thing ever. I was like, these girls are no joke. So, like I said, I think like everyone on campus knew who the Jenkins twins were for sure. And so, what I want to talk to you a little bit about before we go into college and playing at the division, um, like a division one level, I want to talk to you guys about. Besides softball, what were you most involved with on campus? Kind of like, where did you find yourself like at lunches, after school, before school? Kind of what was your life like during your time here at St. Francis? Yeah, so Hope and I, um, we both were really involved in campus ministry. Um, Our junior year, we took the like one semester campus ministry class. And then our senior year, we were Christian service leaders. Um, So we were like two of the seven um, Christian service leaders that were on campus. So that was something that um, we really uh, were passionate about. Um, Being an athlete, and we can get into this later, faith is super important for us. A lot of athletes struggle with identity in terms of, um, you know, my worth is defined by how well I hit, you know, this neon yellow ball or how fast I I pitch this ball. And so for us, like our faith is super important and we were raised in a Catholic family. So we were super involved in, in campus ministry and um, just, yeah, I think that that was the big thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have anything else. Yeah. We also um, were a part of a few clubs as well, kind of like scattered throughout the year, but definitely campus ministry was the biggest part. We didn't 
Um, we were definitely very thankful to be like be thought of to be picked for this. And I think we made a very big impact with what we had for just being one year. So it was definitely a cool opportunity and something that we were very involved with. Yeah, we we enjoyed doing um we raised money for uh, we did the the free dress day where you had to pay like one dollar or whatever, mm-hmm. and we raised money um, for a good cause, and we did the toy drive, um, and then we helped. One of our friends was the master of ceremonies for mass, so we would help set up mass, and um, that was something we loved about going to a Catholic high school. Um, not only St. Francis is amazing, but also they value um, the faith aspect as well, and that's something that um, I think I miss for sure. You know, going to school. Um, but it's something that made St. Francis really special. Yeah, absolutely. So kind of um, jumping off of that and uh, what was kind of like your favorite memory from St. Francis, like whether it was like being on campus ministry or retreats or like a certain game, like kind of what stood out the most to you from like the like four years? I know, unfortunately, because you guys were the class of 2022, you guys hit COVID, you guys kind of got put on pause halfway through, but through all of that, it seemed like you really made up for it. So what was probably like your favorite memory? Favorite memory. Well, okay. In general, lunches were always so fun. I mean, that was a lot of my friends. I never actually had classes with, which was kind of weird. So going to lunch and to be able to like hang out with my friends for, you know, an hour or so, um, those were some of the funniest moments of my entire life, the laughs and, um, the jokes and, and the stories. Um, but I have to say senior year, um, that season was super special for Hope and I because um, sophomore year, our season got cut short. Junior year, we were able to compete, but there was no um, postseason. So we couldn't compete for the NorCal sections or whatever. So senior year was really our only opportunity. Um, And we made it to the section game. We lost in the section game, but it was still a cool moment um, to make it that far. And, um, one of my favorite moments is when Hope pitched a perfect game. Um, and I think we were playing river city, Mm -hmm. I think. And, um, essentially she gave up no hits, no walks, no one reached base on the other team. And I think, I don't know how many people you struck out, but it was, it was pretty cool number. So, um, yeah, I would just say lunch with friends. Um, no, nothing specific comes to mind, but just, those fun laughs. And then the senior season was uh, special for me. Yeah. For me, I would definitely say senior season or just being a senior and be able to like help guide the underclassmen. I just remember like knowing my freshman year, I wanted to be that senior that every younger classman could come to and like feel comfortable with. So like creating those bonds were super special to me. And then just in general, like the, the St. Francis spirit, like, homecoming weeks and all the fun events that they hold like those are the memories that I just remember the most like I don't remember every single history test that I took or every math class that I cried in or not literally but but, like I remember so vividly like all the chants that we did during homecoming week in building deck and all that fun stuff so that's what I remember most about high school and what I think a lot of people would enjoy at St. Francis. Yeah, absolutely. And like I said, you guys are kind of known as like the two all-star softball players. So that's like so cool that you guys had this, um, you know, like ex- you guys obviously had a high school experience and like that meant like just as much to you guys. Um, 
So kind of going into the college realm of it all, I know many of our girls here actually did the whole recruiting process, you know, got recruited and are now going to these D1, D2, D3 schools. Can you kind of talk to me a little bit about what going into your senior year, going into junior year, whatever it was, what the recruiting process was like and what made you decide to go to the University of Connecticut? Like what was the what was kind of like the aha moment for you guys? Yeah. So um, for softball, NCAA rules are that you can't um, talk to or offer prospect student athletes until September 1st of their junior year. Um, So we um, essentially would post videos on Twitter, post videos on Instagram, tag the coaches, email them, but they couldn't respond back. They could interact and like the post, um, but they could not contact you until September 1st. Mm-hmm. So um, September 1st of our junior year was um, 2020, which that summer of 2020 before your junior year is so pivotal and being recruited. And we didn't play at all because um, COVID was shut down and California had really strict rules too. So essentially there was no recruiting that happened that summer. No coaches got to watch us, but what we would do is if we got to play, you know, a game or whatever, I would send the live stream link in my emails to coaches and they would watch. So, um, long story short, uh, UConn before the COVID shutdown in February, UConn actually came to Sacramento and played in the UC Davis, um, Sac state tournament. And we went to go watch them and, um, their coach was super young. Um, she seemed really involved. Their girls were really good. They ended up beating Sac state. And then that week, um, our high school coach, coach Kevin Warren, who coaches at St. Francis right now, um, he had known coach V through the, um, path on the recruiting process. Cause he also coached travel. Mm-hmm. So he was like, I know her, she's super cool. You should email her, reach out. So we spent that summer basically emailing her and tagging her on Twitter. And then September 1st, she contacted us and there were other schools that were interested in us too. Um, some schools were solely just interested in me. Some schools were solely just interested in hope. Some schools were interested in both of us again with COVID and everything that kind of messed up. Um, you know, let's just say, I mean, I'm a catcher and she's a pitcher. If a coach, um, needed a catcher, but then COVID added an extra year for their senior catcher, they don't need a catcher in the class of 2022. So COVID messed up some, um, position wise, but, um, fortunate for us, Coach V was looking for a pitcher and a catcher in the 2022 class, and she was interested in both of us individually, not as a package deal. Right. And um, the aha moment for us is, I think we went out and visited. I always wanted to go to school on the East Coast, mm-hmm. um, but UConn wasn't in a city, which I absolutely loved. I love cities, but I don't. I didn't want to go to school in a city. So, um, but it's about an hour drive from Boston, 45 minutes from Hartford and New Haven, um, about two hours away from New York city. So you could really get to the city and, um, yeah, it just, it just kind of felt like home. It sounds so cliche, but going to campus and they had built new facilities and they joined a new conference. So, um, yeah, she never actually watched us play in person. She recruited us completely online. Mm. Um, so it was a huge leap of faith, but yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Like I said, um, a lot of our girls and like just through St. Francis, whatever, like they go through the recruiting process and 
I don't think a lot of other people like know what it's like, especially through COVID. Like that sounds really rough. Um, just kind of like navigating through that all. But that seems like you guys like really handled it well. And just obviously it worked out really well for you guys. Um, and so with that and playing at playing at UConn, what's it like playing at like the division one level? Um, versus like how was the um I guess kind of how was the transfer going from like your club team or St. Francis to playing at that collegiate level? Um, I would say the training, if you're already doing the amount of training on your own that you need to, the training isn't the issue. I would say like you're, it's like time management. St. Francis taught us very well. So for us, it wasn't, um, an awful transition. We have all the resources that we need. We had academic advisors, all the tutors you need, like all of the counselors you need or anything. So UConn provided us a lot of, um, resources but I would say it would just be like time management because the softball part is it's the easy part that's what you're there for like the training yes it's hard but like you're capable of it that's why your coaches recruited you but your schedules are long and tough too so it's like a very big uh mental game (laughs) sorry our cat just meowed um but yes very very busy schedules but as long as you um stay consistent and like have a good schedule you're fine mm-hmm. absolutely to add, um, to add on to that too um sometimes I the physical aspect I don't think was as difficult it was more so the mental side like hope was saying um college college sports are a lot more mentally exhausting mm-hmm. um a lot of high school athletes that sign to go play in college um they're physically capable it's more so um the mental side that um i think we started to learn like wow this isn't just like showing up and playing softball it's mm-hmm. you're watching film on the other team and you're studying the other team and there's there's more strategy behind it than just showing up and playing the sport that you love what's like one or not maybe necessarily like one thing but like what's something that kind of helped you guys um get over those mental blocks or when you guys were like thinking like oh this is really tough like were there ever moments where you like you know maybe were thinking about wanting to quit because I know a lot of people you know they go to that they play at the collegiate level and they're like wow we really can't do this we need to we need to step back what kind of helped you guys push through that or you know what was kind of what was what was going on through your head during when you started like first going through that or maybe mental blocks kind of tell me a little bit about that. Um, I would say relying on your teammates and like, because they're all going through the same thing, no matter if it's spoken or not, like you can always talk to your teammates and they're always going to be accepting like the resources we have at our school too. Like there's free counseling and free, um, mental health, mental health services for all student athletes. So like they're, they're very, um, into that and they want all student athletes to be healthy and safe. So the school really does make an effort to put mental health first, which Mm -hmm. is something that we really appreciate, but I would definitely say like talking it out, but also reassuring yourself, like this is one bad day. It's okay. There's always going to be another good day. Like this isn't the worst day ever. You just got to keep moving. Sometimes it's literally the days where you just have to keep putting one foot in front of the other and go minute by minute, hour by hour. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, and just to add on to that too, find a little activity or something outside of your sport. Mm -hmm. Um, so that way, if you know, you had a bad game or, um, you know, you're just feeling burnt out, you have something else to do. And, um, hope and I, we, we love working out, but 
Um, I love to read. That's something I like to do. Um, you know, um, Connecticut is so beautiful. So we sometimes go on hikes and, um, do fun adventures. And, um, you know, I like, I like to color in my adult coloring book. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, so those kinds of things, um, and just finding something outside of softball that way, when you do struggle, um, you have something to fall back to and it's not, it's not your whole identity. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And you were saying before, Connecticut, you have like really best of both worlds. So you guys like really hit the jackpot with that. Um, and kind of still dabbling into the, like what it's like as a college athlete and, um, and coming from an all girls school. So I think a lot of people, when they probably hear university of Connecticut or UConn, they think, oh, men's basketball, men's sports. Mm -hmm. What is, what's it like kind of you know, you guys grew up as female athletes going to an all-girls school. You have all the support to kind of fall back on. What's it like, you know, being a female athlete? Kind of like, what are your struggles and kind of like what you, what are, what do you kind of experience most like as a, like as a female in sports specifically? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I think uh, there's a lot, there's a lot I could talk (laughs) about this, but sometimes there was like a viral John boy video that went viral of us. And, um, it was like our game against, uh, Georgia tech at the beginning of this, um, year. Mm -hmm. And some of the comments were quite interesting in terms of, um, girl sports are so dramatic, like women's softball, it's so boring or, um, hope wears a face mask when she Mm -hmm. pitches and they called it, Oh, this is why no one can take women's sports seriously. Cause she's wearing that stupid face mask. And oh my God. it's like, it, and so that's something that I think people don't take as seriously or there were also a lot of comments from like older men commenting on like how our uniforms fit our teammates. Oh my God. The fact that Grace was a lefty catcher. There were also a lot of positive comments like from other females sure. like, Oh my gosh, so cool. Do more softball breakdowns. Cause we were one of the first softball breakdowns that he's ever done, mm-hmm. but a lot of negative comments because we are just a woman's sport. Yeah. Um, but in other things, you know, being a female athlete, you have the opportunity to influence, um, the youth and, you know, girls will come to our games after and ask for autographs and pictures and they'll show up to camps. And, and that's something that's awesome about being a female athlete is you can influence, um, the younger generations that are kind of come after you. So, there's a negative side, but there's also a positive side as well. Yes. Well, I'm so glad I asked that question. Cause like I said, you know, coming from an all girls school, we're very like women empowerment, women in sports. Sure. And I think addressing that's so important because it's, ex- it's expiring, inspiring, you know, like the next generation to come. So that's amazing. Yeah. Um, Kind of talking a little bit more about. Not pretty deep in this. Um. <laughs> Yeah, like I said, um, playing at the collegiate level is obviously like really tough and you have those have those days that you were saying, you know, might not necessarily be like the best day and you guys find those other um, other things to keep you occupied and keep you going throughout the day. What's kind of a if you could break down for me, what's kind of like a typical day in your life as a division one athlete? So last semester was probably my busiest semester yet. I recently broke my hand back in May. So I had to go to a lot of like rehab and physical therapy. Um, so one of my my Tuesdays and Thursdays, we would have we would, every week, we would have lift at 7.30. So Monday through Friday, lift at 7.30. Um, I would go to my next class, um, which was about an hour. And then I had another class right after for an hour. 
Um, and then I would come back and we had some kind of individual or practice for about three hours. Um, I would have rehab for about an hour and a half after that. And then a class from five to six, 15 at night, I would come back and I would shower and finish up some homework and then go to any other meetings that I needed to for the day. So very busy day, not much yes. time to literally breathe, but I mean, it's, it's, yeah, my other days weren't as busy, but you know, you get some days where you just have to make sure you pack enough snacks in your backpack and hope you have time to eat that before. If not, find some time to eat and get to everything on time. Right. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So you guys obviously have like really packed days, you know, being a, being a collegiate athlete is no joke. Um, so kind of with the school aspect of it all and, um, what, uh, did you guys go into college or like go into the recruiting process or go into, you know, like, um, did you guys know what you wanted to major in? Like, was there something specific you wanted to major in? And is there something that, um, you kind of took away from St. Francis that really helped you in college? Cause I know a lot of people will go and leave St. Francis and go to college and be like, wow, it's like so much easier, so much harder. Like what was the, your guys' experience? Yeah. So, um, I, I always wanted to go to law school growing up. I wanted to be an FBI special agent. Um, so I'd always been really interested in criminal justice and political science. Um, at UConn, there's no criminal justice major, but there is a poli sci major. So I'm a current, um, political science major and, um, I'm thinking of adding on another major. I'm not entirely sure what I want to do. I'm thinking sports management, um, specifically because I want to go into um, the Title IX aspect of things and um, protect um, youth in, um, you know, women's sports. And so, like, that's something that I'm really interested in. And um, coming from St. Francis, uh, I think that they prepped you very well. COVID was a little difficult because I think we might have not gotten held back, but in terms of all junior year was online. So coming back senior year was a little bit of an adjustment. But um, because of that adjustment, I think we were able to adjust um, easier in school. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, I haven't had any problems at UConn. Um, school is, I think I would just say just about the same at St. Francis, just because of my busy schedule right. um, in terms of spy, um, time management and everything. But yeah, um, I'm studying business, but I could easily switch my major to something different. I'm going to be a firefighter, so I don't technically need to study yeah. anything specific, but um uh, like I would also like to like go into the administrative side of the fire department if I would like to in future years if I don't want to be on like the physical side of it anymore. Um, but something going off of what Grace kind of said, like the academics really did help, but also like women empowerment, especially going into the job that I want to go into. It's a very male dominated industry. So going in with the mindset that like I'm capable of being there and I have every right to be there just as any other man does so like I think that's something that St. Francis really taught me is like I have a place in wherever I want to be yeah that's amazing yeah I think like I said St. Francis does a really good job of you know like women empowerment and it's really important and I think a lot of people take that with them through the rest of their lives so that's really amazing um so kind of sphering away from the college life of it all, um, I know you guys have exciting plans coming up. I don't know if it's the summer. I mean, you guys can talk about it, but you guys are running a softball camp. 
That's amazing. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah. So, um, I hope I have been trying to do this for a while now. Um, obviously we go to school in Connecticut, which is very far away from California, but we love our roots here. Um, we love Sacramento. Um, we just love Northern California. So we want to give back. And, um, we did this camp as an opportunity to, um, just do a little bit of outreach and, um, grow the sport of softball. It's growing. It's definitely not one of those sports that is televised very often, but it is going to be. And within the next 20 years, you know, there's pro softball leagues, you know, starting up and um, I don't know, just to be able to be role models for um, girls that we didn't necessarily have growing up. Not to say that there weren't softball players when we were, you know, 11 and 12 years old, but it wasn't really a public sport. Mm -hmm. And um, so we're excited. Um, we're looking forward to it and uh, to just to teach them a few things and hopefully guide them and uh, inspire them to know that aspiring to be a college softball player is is um, a reasonable goal. Yeah, that's awesome. So it's going to be here, obviously, and um sorry, I like saw your guys's flyer that you guys posted on Instagram. Like, that's so cool. And like I said, I think that's so important. Like I'm a swim coach and I think it's just so important, you know, reaching out to the youth and just making those connections with the younger generation. Um, yeah, that's amazing. I think that's so cool. Um, kind of going off of that, you mentioned like you guys obviously have what you guys want to do and like what you major in. Um, do you see yourself kind of like maybe pursuing softball after college or kind of after those four years are up, just hanging up. It definitely, definitely does seem like a possibility to be able to run more camps or give lessons or be a coach. Um, I would like to go to paramedic school as well. So going mm. through that and then also teaching softball, I think that would take up a good chunk of my time, but I just love giving back. And I talked to my coach about this over the summer, actually, um, I was helping like run one of a, a Yukon camp and um, she just thanked me for always coming and helping out at all of them. And I told her, you know, like it just makes my day whenever I get like a little hug from a player and she tells me that she looks up to me. Like I just, it warms my heart and it like, I just want to give back to the sport as much as I can, because I know I never had that growing up and I, I want to be the best role model that I can be. And so any way that I can help grow the sport and help female athletes I would do it in a heartbeat yeah that's amazing it's, it's fun to get little dms on instagram and stuff and they're just like we saw you play today or that's do you so have any cool. advice for me um in terms of like playing pro softball um if the opportunity arose I mean absolutely I think it would be so fun um you know, it, you're kind of told, oh, you only get four years to play softball. And that's changing a little bit because um, it's starting to grow. Um, but I, I think it, it I think it would be really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah. And it's good to like you guys obviously have like such like open minds about it all, too. Um, and like, I think it's so cool that you guys are able to, you know, play on your team, but you're also like majoring and like what you want to major in and you know, that's a possibility after um, college. So I, I think that's so cool. And like I said, even just like listening to you guys talk, like I'm inspired to just, you know, like go and like do community outreach. I think that's so important. And I think it's just so awesome. Um, So kind of to wrap this all up, this has been so amazing. I've like literally gotten every single question answered. This has been like so awesome talking to you guys. Um, But kind of coming back a little bit to, here SF um is there anything 
like what was your biggest takeaway from here is there anything that like you really oh my gosh okay hold on (laughs) is there anything that like or what was one thing maybe that you really took away from coming here that you like stuck with you it's a great question something that I took away so coming into high school it was really hard for me to like accept help just like in general so like academically or like in sport like not in sports but like just like in like the world like but they made it seem okay like this is a very hard school and like it's okay to need help in any aspect of life and I think I've really taken that and I've run with that um it took me a, a while to like be able to accept that but something that they've really taught me is it is okay to like need help and to accept help from other people um yeah, I, that's something I really did appreciate about St. Francis is they did everything in their power to help you. Yes, I would I would agree with that. And and to add, they they instilled like efficacy in us in the sense that our voice matters, our opinion matters. Um, dream big, you know, like that that kind of thing. And um, again, g- coming from an all girl school, like my confidence in the classroom is different. And, um, it was kind of weird going back to school with boys at first, but, um, again, it was just this idea of, um, I'm, I'm, I'm proud to be a woman and I'm proud to be a woman in sports, but I'm also feminine in in my own way. And I think St. Francis, um, did an incredible job of just, um, restoring that and, and giving it back and saying that, uh, you should love yourself for who you are and, and to be a strong, independent woman um, and go out into the world and inspire others um, to, uh, I don't know, have that same confidence as well. Right. But yeah, I would say the the efficacy in the sense that my voice matters and um, you can do big things in the world if you're just determined and work hard. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like I said, just hearing you guys talk is just reminding me like why I love coming here and kind of just it makes me feel a little bit better and like take a little bit more weight off my shoulders from when I go to college or when I start applying. I just know that like there are people like you guys that can go and thrive and like maybe you do have bad days and maybe like softball is hard, but keep going, keep persevering. Um, So kind of just like I said, to wrap this all up, is there anything or any kind of piece of advice you'd like to give to current Trubies, you know, um, incoming freshmen, what advice or like what piece of advice do you wish you kind of had as a freshman, as a sophomore that you wish to give to anyone here at SF? Really enjoy your time at St. Francis. It seems four years seems so long, but it goes by so short. And um, I just like those memories are like going to stick with you forever and make so many friends um make connections like it's the most rewarding experience that I've had in my life so I just really and like enjoy your time there don't look to the present or like don't look to the future don't look to the past but stay in the present yeah I would just say meet as many different people as possible in high school because um I just think it's cool that I, I still talk to a lot of girls that I went to St. Francis with, and I would not have 
been friends with them, if I didn't randomly get assigned them, you know, in a project in class, or, you know, I, I talked to them, you know, when I sat next to them in this class, like, I just think, just talk to every single person at St. Francis, because you're in an environment, which is so unique, in which everyone around you is trying to be the best versions of themselves, or else you wouldn't be at St. Francis. So I think, just getting to know different girls and their dreams and then um, keeping in touch with them afterwards is something huge. And um, another piece of advice too, I think reach out and ask questions. Um, if you follow a St. Francis alum or, um, you know, you know, someone who went to St. Francis, like reach out to them and ask questions, form connections and get advice. Um, because that's something I think Hope and I kind of relied on asking current college student athletes, like mm -hmm. what their day in the life is. Um, we're an open book. We're always willing to answer people's questions. So if you're curious, reach out, um, form those, form those alliances. And I think that, um, you know, your experiences will be easier, easier because you've had those conversations. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do you hear that? Do you hear yeah. that? Oh, Oh, our, cat. our cat is like meowing so loud right now i'm so sorry no, I, I mean i can't hear it on my end so you guys are good and i probably <laughs> yeah um <laughs> okay well i think that answered all of my questions i'm so glad that i was able to sit down and talk to you guys this has been such a rewarding experience for me like i said when i was a freshman everyone knew the jenkins twins everyone knew like <laughs> no like really and now just getting sitting down and be able to talk to you guys i know like wow like you guys have so much drive and um you know like uh, i'm like trying to put into words um but yeah like i said like it has been so rewarding for me to sit down and talk to you guys and put you know like you guys were these all-star athletes here, but so much more. And I think that's just so cool seeing your college experience. It's so unique. And I and I think one thing too, <coughs> excuse me, I think one thing too, like I said, um, I would like come walk into school and I would see your guys' parking spot, like painted. <laughs> and I think, like I said, that's just so cool. Like you guys had these dreams and you made them happen. And I think that's such um, a great thing that you utilize from St. Francis is like you said, dream big, you know, reach for your goals and, you know, you never see what could happen. You could end up being a division one softball player and doing all these amazing things.